we've always asked our customers, you know, find something that you're going to advertise on the display, monitor that, and show yourself the the increased sales. Uh, and I have several customers here in Bismarck that have done it. Um, I have got one truck stop that has that made the statement that they paid for their message center uh, in one year of profit from the sale of one item that they put on that message center. Hello and welcome to the Dactronics Experience Podcast. I'm Justin Oxner here with Matt Anderson. Today we're joined by Wayne Munson, owner of Bismarck Sign Company in North Dakota. He shares his history in the sign business, a recent airport project, and much more. We're here today with Wayne. Wayne, how you doing? I'm doing excellent. How about you guys? Doing pretty good. Matt's over here across the table from me. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing good, Justin. Thank you. And we're talking to Wayne today about Bismarck Sign Company and some of the things that that you guys have done and probably a couple projects in particular here. (laughs) Uh, But before we get into that, could you tell us uh, how you got started and kind of how you got to where you're at today? Well, my introduction into the sign industry was was definitely a fluke. Um, (laughs) I come from a small town in North Dakota that probably has two lighted signs in it. Uh, But through college... uh, I attended some di- some different courses. Uh, I have a degree in architecture drafting, uh, a degree in auto body, and a degree in upholstery, which is a kind of a wide <laughs> range of uh, of degrees. But yeah. during my time, um, I got a chance to know uh, a few of the people within the staff, and uh, they knew of a job uh, at Super Eight Motels, and they felt I would be a good fit for that. Uh, so I went over for this interview in Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no idea what the, uh, the interview was for, um, but I interviewed to uh, work one of two people working in their sign division. Uh, so as Super 8 developed hotels, they had a division for phone systems, for satellite TVs, for furniture fixtures, uh, construction, and signs. And so my introduction in 89, uh, 1989 in signs uh, came sitting in a cubicle um, looking at blueprints and looking at uh, city codes and trying to figure out what sign, uh, the, the standard Super 8 sign would work at each location. And wait, hang on, just real quick, was that uh, at their, like when Super 8 was headquartered in Aberdeen, South Dakota? Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. Okay. Just wanted to clarify. Yeah, Justin's that. from Aberdeen, so I, and I found that right. out too that they were headquartered there when I went to college there. But yeah. right, yep. I just wanted to clarify we're not talking about Aberdeen in a different location of the United States. No, South it's in Dakota. South Dakota. <laughs> yes, Aberdeen, South Dakota. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, and and from that point, I, I got the bug. Uh, you talk to people in the sign industry, uh, you'll you'll find you'll know that once you're in, you're in. Uh, there's a certain um, draw to continue within that industry. And I don't, I can't explain it, but it's there. And uh, so in my career, I've spent, you know, time as a coordinator, um, went from there to being estimator, production manager, uh, started my first sign company in 93, uh, sold it, moved over to North Dakota. Uh, I've started a, another, a couple other sign companies since then, the last one now being Bismarck Sign Co. Uh, and where we've been in business here now for five years, we just celebrated our five-year anniversary uh, on the sixth of August. 
Nice. And so thinking back to even the Super 8 one, that's, I mean, we had a pre-call before this, and I didn't know this. This is fascinating. Um, when, when you started being the, the sign guy for that even, did you have to, I'd imagine, did you have to travel a lot? Because was this during, like, the rapid expansion kind of area for Super 8 where they're going all over the country, or how was that? I didn't have to. So okay. the way Super 8 did things is the franchisees came to Aberdeen. They purchased their package, if you will, of a hotel being built and furnished and signs. We did all of our work on the phone. Um, we would do all the research for the sign codes or the building codes, whatever was needed. And we developed a plan for that franchisee. So when they left, they had signed a document where we would construct and put a Super 8 motel wherever they wanted it. And uh, it was a turnkey operation. Uh, but so, no, I didn't leave. Um, at that point, when I left Super 8, I had done signs in, I think, 42 of the states. I uh, had done some in, Can- in Canada and Mexico. Okay. Huh. And, the, and now you're with Bismarck Sign Company. But I, th- I think in the middle there, at some point, you worked for Dactronics. Is that correct? I did. Uh, at one point, I thought I wanted to leave the custom sign industry. Uh, Dactronics was my goal path, if you will, back in those days. Uh, I've always felt highly of Dactronics. Uh, I've always loved their product. Um, I've been, my, well, and we talked about it. My first sign that I purchased from Dactronics was in 1989. Uh, Kelly Keenig was my sales rep. And yeah. I've had such a very strong relationship with Dactronics that at that one point in my career, I really felt that was where I wanted to end my career was with Dactronics. Um, I still believe that today. However, the draw to custom signs Mm -hmm. is more than the draw to uh, a a catalog, if you will, a standard product. and, and so I, I came back into the custom sign world because of the, there's just, again, there's that draw. Okay. So maybe that leads more into the scope of Bismarck Sign Co. That, that's more that custom draw. And that, can you kind of explain the, the scope of custom signs that you're doing today? Well, when, when, when a customer walks in the door, you don't know what if they want a sticker on their back window, if they want to wrap their entire semi with an advertisement piece for their business, or if they want to put a pole sign up that has a, an electronic message center on it to advertise to the people that are driving by the location. So it gets, it's, 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 it's exhilarating every time someone walks in the door because you know you're going to be doing something different every time. And I'm thinking- Where when I sold for Dactronics, mm-hmm. I sold gas pricers in the beginning. Well, your gas pricers are, are at that time red or green. Um, you, you had three sizes, maybe four, um, but your option there was selling them to either Cenex or to a different brand. And, and there's challenges there because you're talking a different scale of business, but you're always going to sell a gas pricer to a gas station and it's going to be limited into the scope of work mm-hmm. where, here again you don't know every day that when somebody walks through the door it's something new uh and we're always creating a new thing to figure out a way to well the other day we had a customer walk in the door that wants to wrap a breathalyzer 
that is mounted to the wall at bars so that people can test their levels before they choose to drive home. Okay. Wow. (laughs) So, so, so you have to figure out how this is going to work. I've never seen one of those before, but me neither. Collaborative (laughs) effort together with all the people in this building and we figure it out. Wow. I, I did not know we were going to go that, that far. The, <laughs> the, the reach of everything you're doing is is amazing. It's it's way more than just like these, these you know, you think of an out, outdoor sign of, of something to drive business inside. You're doing all of it, like graphic wraps and everything. Correct. And, and that's, that's where when we talk custom, that's what's fun. Mm-hmm. Because there, there's something different for every customer that walks in the door. Um, you, you might put a set of channel letters on a building today, and you might put a different set of channel letters on a different building tomorrow, but you might have different color. You might have different size. You might have different font. You might mm-hmm. have different application of how it mounts to the wall. You, there are so many different things that you have to walk through every time. And, and it, it's not easy, uh, because, there's a lot to remember. There's a lot to work through. And so the training side becomes a little tough because you have to be prepared for so many different options. But again, that, that fun part of, of something new every day um, is what drives us to come back every day. I, I come to work at six o'clock every morning and I'm excited to get here every day. That's awesome. I wish I could say the same when I come and have to work with Justin every day, but it's oh. not, not quite the same thing here. I but, knew it was coming. I, but, I don't know. You two sound like you have a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> we put out a good show. Um, yeah. So I'm thinking of, I don't know if I would say it's called the, the evolution of science even, but like when you started out, I know I keep getting stuck on Super 8. When you, when you started <laughs> out on Super 8 and you're doing signs then, was it essentially... It was the Super 8 like logo at the top of a pole, and then it slowly morphed into you know static lettering, and then eventually digital. Or kind of like how was that progression of like your very first sign almost to well, yeah, to your what very you first sign. You know, and I think back to the Super 8 days. I mean, that logo stays the same. It's different size. It's different height. There's different engineering for the structure. Mm-hmm. Um, but back in those days, I mean. It was a static, changeable copy that every Super 8 had that they could put their messages out there. And Ron Rivett decided he wanted to test the waters with his restaurant uh, at that time called The Refuge. Uh, And so we bought the very, we bought a a message center for the restaurant. It it came with 54 watt floodlights. We're talking four inch (laughs) diameter floodlights. Yeah. And at the base of the sign, we literally had to have a box with a computer in it and a dial-up telephone to have internet service or to have the, the, the ability to, to program this sign. Okay. Uh, today, you know, when you think about the LED, you know, and, and how we're working with them and now, you know, being able to program through, through the internet, through the satellites, uh, a cellular communication, it's come a long way yeah. uh, in those times. At one point, I was having a, a, a conversation with Al. We were at a sales seminar in, in Brookings, and we were working on, you know, changing from, you know, if you really want to go back to Dactronics, we, I sold glow cubes. Okay. Where oh. they, the, those flipped. Uh, you know, yeah. I've, I've sold the, the big 189-millimeter electronic message centers for the high-rise pole signs. Uh, the, okay. You know, down to now we're getting into the wedge base uh, incandescent with four different colors of lenses going to 
LEDs. And I'm talking to Al and, and I asked Al one day, I said, all right, what's the next thing for, for our industry, for, for Dectronics and, and for electronic message centers? And he just looked at me and goes, better LEDs. <laughs> yeah. And, and true to statement, I mean, now, you know, we're, we've went from 32 millimeter. Now the average sign we're selling is, is a 15. We're selling 10s and 8s where years ago, I mean, I mean, geez, it wasn't that long ago I was selling 32s every day. Yeah. And now you don't even make them. Yeah. <laughs> it, the pixel pitches just got tighter and tighter. It makes me think there's yep. like a, a mod wall we've had uh, in our corporate headquarters yeah. here in Brookings for a while. And it, it starts out with like, I don't think it was a glow cue, but it, it shows the progression of like mods with LEDs in them yep. throughout like the last 15, 20 years. And I've always, when I started here, I remember that being like, oh my gosh, you used to have like, what, nine LEDs for every pixel. And then you yeah. see it get less and less because they got brighter and brighter. And or filters over a group of four or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, it's changed changed quite a bit. Um, and it's even changed quite a bit for you now. And, and with Bismarck Sign Company, you, you've been in business for five years, like you said. Uh, could you tell us maybe like how many employees you have now and, and what that work looks like for your coverage area? So uh, five years ago, you know, August 6th, when we opened the doors, there was the three partners. And we, we rented this 12,000 square foot building. Um, and the three of us sat at a, a kitchen table, if you will, uh, in the middle of the shop looking around going, how the heck are we ever going to fill this space? How are we going to have enough sales uh, to generate to to pay for this endeavor that, that we had spent some time planning for? And within the first month, we were up to seven employees plus us. So we had 10 people total in the, in the building in the first 30 days. Wow. Um, right now, we're currently sitting at 22 employees. Uh, our coverage area, we prefer uh, a 100-mile radius because you're not really making money when you're driving from town to town. And when you're living in rural North Dakota, there's a lot of distance in between mm -hmm. um, right. jobs. But we've had some phenomenal customers uh, that have taken us all over the state. And, and we're, we're very grateful for that. Um, so we do find ourselves in Fargo, Grand Forks, Devil's Lake, uh, you know, two, three hundred miles away from home. Uh, it's not something we like to do regularly because we know we want to take care of Bismarck. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we, we chose Bismarck Sign Co. as our name because we love being here. We love the community. And we want to take care of our community. And, and that's important to us. Um, but uh, we do uh, we do travel uh, when needed. Yeah, no, that's good. And of the 22 employees, I'm kind of even curious to break down because even thinking about you doing wraps and not just always physical mm -hmm. signs, you got to have, right. I mean, are you talking about like graphic designers and people like that as well on the staff or what are the kind of the different yes. roles you have now? Yes, and actually, you know, so we've got, we've been blessed right here in Bismarck is a Bismarck State College. Uh, they have a two-year degree in graphics. Uh, so we have one full-time designer, we have a part-time designer, but a lot of the folks that are in our wrap shop have come from that college, uh, from that program, but they've learned through their two years of school that rather than be the person at a desk constantly designing, they want to use their hands to, to apply it to the substrate, apply it to the semi or whatever we're doing. Um, and so they've, they've, they've found their home there. 
so we, we've got five people in our wrap shop. Um, we have three salespeople. We have the three owners that have various jobs. Uh, we've got four guys out on the trucks uh, installing out in the field. Uh, we've got a project coordinator, an ops manager that handles the flow of the traffic front to back. Uh, so yeah, we've initially, you, you all have a little bit of a job, a little part of each job, but, uh, as you grow, um, I'm a control freak, so it's tough, but, uh, <laughs> you, you let other people do their jobs and try to concentrate on one or two instead of 10. Yeah. That's um, delegating, right? Yeah. You gotta that, learn that, to, yeah. And I don't do so well with that all the time, but, uh, I, I do work hard at it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, so that's that's good to hear. And now you're talking about this latest project. Let's let's talk about that a little bit with Executive Air. Um, it's it's an aviation business at the airport, I believe. Can you tell us more about yep. how this project came about and what it entails? Well, so like every other customer that walks through the door, uh, we had a gentleman call and and he wanted to be able to advertise to his customers that are driving out to the airport or people that are driving to the airport to get on a plane to go somewhere else. You know, he has his business, uh, uh, not only uh, repairs, fuels, um, uh, they do flight training. uh, And so they, they do a lot of different things out at the airport and they wanted to be able to advertise to that traveling public, which is what Dactronics has always done. That's what we really work hard at doing for them. Um, so as we started going through the process, the first stumbling block we came to is the location is zoned P public because it's a public airport. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a commercial business that is rented from the, uh, the city, from the airport for the last 30 years. Um, so we had our first challenge was to go to the planning and zoning commission to get them to allow for them to at least have a sign because by code uh, you couldn't actually have signs on a P public zone. Hmm. Now let's back up a little bit in Bismarck, North Dakota, um, rural North Dakota that we are permitting is usually fairly easy. Okay. Uh, yes, we have guidelines. Yes, we have engineering. Yes, we have certain things that we have to do on every job, but, in my 23 years being in Bismarck, I've never had to challenge a project through the steps that we had to challenge on this one. Hmm. Uh, so first we had to be allowed to have a sign on a public zone. Once we got through that, they allowed us to have the same codes as a residential area because the property across the street is zoned residential. So in, in our codes, that's how it would be zoned. That's how the, the zoning would go. Okay. But the customer wanted a much larger sign. Um, he's located off the main road, another 50, 60 feet uh, on a road that is traveling 45 miles an hour. Uh, in our residential zone, you're allowed a 32 square foot electronic message center. So back to the planning and zoning for another challenge uh, to finally get them to agree that uh, due to these issues, we need to have a larger sign. Uh, Third step was the FAA. Uh, The FAA, of course, controls everything around an airport for height. Mm -hmm, Uh, So we had to go through their process. Uh, All totaled, we ended up back in front of the city commission. So for a fourth challenge, to finally get them to agree 
that this is going to be best for this customer. We were just about a year throughout the whole process. Wow. Uh, and again, now we're used to in our area that this is a process that would take less than a week. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to give the customer a lot of credit. He was, he was willing to fight the city. And I think that's the exact term he used was fight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It wasn't just a challenge. It was a fight. Yeah. It sounded like um, a, a long process there of just, okay, we've got to do this. Well, now we found out this information, so we have to do this. And you kind of stuck with that throughout each step of the process, jumping through all the hoops to make sure you could do what you needed to for your customer. Absolutely. And, and that's, uh, when we were, when we're working with a customer, that's what the service that we want to give every time. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's it, when, when the customer is adamant that this is what they want, whatever it takes, we're going to go through the process. You know, it's, it's, it's hard when you call the customer up and say, well, you know, for this application, that's a $700 fee, pay it. All right. <laughs> so you get to the next step and you say, all right, you know, this step is $1,500 fee. Oh, it's non-refundable. It doesn't go towards your permit costs. It's it's just this is the fee to go through the process. Mm-hmm. And uh, every time, every chance, every every process, he said, "Yep, just go for it, get it done, pay for it. Let's let's get through this process." And uh, I was out the other day videoing the the sign uh, operating, and it's another one of those wow moments. It's a beautiful sign in a beautiful location. Uh, and it's working very well for the customer. He's already reporting uh, an increase in uh, his flight training program because that's one of the things they're advertising on the board, uh, teaching young pilots. And uh-huh. uh, they've it's only been operational two months, and they've already noticed an increase just in that uh, part of their business already. Wow. It's one of those cool things that you see that and the people that you've worked with through this process see that. And think of that story. Even uh, this doesn't. This is not a name for a podcast, Justin. But it's like the stories behind the displays, right? Like the yeah. the casual driver by would see and be like, "Oh, yeah, that's a cool, cool looking display for this uh, for this application." But when you see it, you think of all the things it took to get to go up there. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost a, a different memory triggered for you, other than yeah, it's a great sign. Yeah, a different memory. But then you also have have heard about the benefits of it already. So you're thinking, yeah, yeah. we did this, and all that work was worth it yeah. for this and for that end result, right? Well, and it's one of the things that we've always included in our sales presentation, you know, is pick something. Uh, and I did this, oh, many, many, many years ago. Uh, I picked a, a motel was interested in having a uh, an electronic message center, but they were worried about the cost. And so I, uh, I arranged with Dactronics to bring over a, a demo and... Uh, I asked what their daily rate was, and and I programmed the mess the the sign for a less expensive daily rate, and uh, the customer right away goes, "Oh, you can't show that." And I said, "Well, here's the deal, I'm going to leave it up for a day, and I will pay the difference between my advertised daily rate and the daily daily rate you normally charge, and and uh, you know well, you won't lose any money that way." Mm-hmm. Well, that was the first night he had been fully booked in months. Oh, wow. Jeez. Cost me some money to pay the difference, but he bought the sign that day. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, and so we've always, we've always asked our customers, you know, find something that you're going to advertise on the display, monitor that and show yourself the, the increased sales. Uh, and I have several customers here in Bismarck that have done it. 
Um, I have got one truck stop that is that made the statement that they paid for their message center uh, in one year of profit from the sale of one item that they put on that message center. Wow. Jeez. So, so you have to be able to have those success stories mm-hmm. so that you can pass it on to the next person. But sure. that truck stop is going to have bought another one and they bought another one because they've, they've learned through the years that this is how you show your success. You monitor, you watch it. I've done the same with restaurants um, and they've repeated the fact that I've got one local restaurant that has uh, restaurants in five cities and they've done the same every time. Uh, and, and they keep they keep watching. They know that they're paying for those signs uh, fairly quickly just with that one item. Absolutely. And I think about when, when you're starting to do this and, and the experiences you've had of different signs too. With this executive air project, I still love how you're just saying, you know, people walk in the door and they have these ideas and mm-hmm. they and they come to you with them. Um, it's not like there's some regulations you had to work with, but did they always want to make sure it's digital? And is that kind of what you lead with almost in every project now? So since this is a podcast for Dactronics, I should lie at this point. Right? Yeah, yeah, tell me everything. <laughs> <laughs> tell me why digital is better than anything else you've ever installed. <laughs> you know, in, in our world, we probably only get one electronic message center every five or six poll signs. Okay. Uh, so it's it's not something that we lead with, but it it all depends on the type of business and, and what their goal is for bringing customers in. Sure, uh, you have people out there that just honestly believe by putting their name up on the sign, they're going to draw business in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the flip side, we've we've got testimony after testimony after testimony that says if you put the message center up, you'll increase those sales. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we really only get about one out of every five that includes an electronic message center. Uh, so it's it's not something we lead with. It is something that we offer uh, every time because we believe in the electronic message centers. Mm-hmm. But um, we 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 believe Dactronics is a great partner. Uh, it, it's a it's a pro it's a product that we can add to the package. You know, so when we're selling a, a package to a customer. There's a pole sign, there's a wall sign, there might be channel letters, there's lettering on the front door, there's graphics on their delivery vans. We're looking at the whole package. Um, Dactronics is definitely part of that package, mm-hmm. but it's it's not something that's always uh, proposed because they're, they've got a budget, they're first starting, you know, mm-hmm. there, there's so many things that go into the play with, with each one of those sales. Absolutely. So, but in the, in the case of executive air, did that start, did that one start with digital or how'd you end up it, coming it around? Did. To okay. Yep. It did. Uh, he had seen enough other, uh, Dactronics products in the community. He knew that that's what he wanted. And if you, if you see the picture of it, the, the, the ID sign on the top of the message center is about a third, the size of the, of the video board. Okay. Yeah. But we can, we can put that that's picture in the want. show notes for everybody to, yeah. to check out too. That's listening. But sorry, you were saying that that's what he wanted is he wanted yep. that digital sign right away. And, and you said they're using it to kind of promote certain things to, that are going on like trainings and charters. Correct. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. That was, that was his number one goal. The hard part for him is city code forced him to put his name of his business on top of it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, he really didn't even want a, a sign on top. He just wanted the video board. Hmm. 
So um, the city forced him to put some branding on it of his own, I guess. That's how the codes read in Bismarck, North Dakota. Okay. okay. Interesting. So then it didn't at, hurt my feelings. I got to sell another sign. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> write some more. Write some more codes like that. That sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> so you kind of mentioned you drive by it now and you see it up and running and everything, and you've heard that it's it's been working. So um, I'm not sure when it comes to even the content side of the display. Is that something that your group helps out with, or do you give them suggestions on how to make sure the the display looks good? You know, there's we've heard a lot of people even in our sports industry they get a new display. Well, they put the same content up there that they did on the older technology. So it's one of those you got to learn how to use it and kind of what content helps stand out. Does your group get involved on that side of things? We we do you know we do less today than we did ten years ago. Okay. Uh, ten years ago, we were spending a lot of our time with our customers, teaching, um, guiding them into what type of content content to use, but. Today, with the way Dactronics has things set up with with all of the training opportunities you have on your website, mm-hmm. and and I'll put the caveat in there that we have a much younger generation of, of individuals that are tech savvy, mm-hmm. uh, that the operations of these uh, video boards, the electronic message centers are being done by marketing people. When I first started, it was the business owner and and the business owner, you know, knew how to run a motel or knew how to run a gas station, but we had to walk them through all the steps of how to run an electronic message center. Sure. Now, I mean, my grandkids are born with, you know, iPads in their hands. So <laughs> when, when these kids are, when these young people are coming up into the, into the world, they know already how to run these things long before they ever see the video board. And, and so again, Dactronics has done a great job in having all of the, the, the aids out there for them to watch a little video and do it. Yeah. Um, so, so we as a company have spent less and less time uh, with that. Now, personally, I drive around and look at my customers video boards often and I will stop in and say, hey, you know, that content's been up there for a month straight. It's probably time to start changing um, a few things. And But that's what I do. I'm, I'm a sign nerd. Yeah, These people yeah. are running their businesses. And so it's, it's a new thing. It's a great thing. They love it. But then they get onto other jobs or other projects and then it kind of gets forgotten a little bit. So I do make it my business to stop and, and visit with them for lots of reasons, uh, make sure things are going well, make sure the signs operating right, but to remind them that it's time to, to change up the message because we all know you drive by the same thing every day. You stop looking at it if it doesn't change. Sure. Yeah. And, and uh, where Dactronics does well, it's easy to change. Heck, now, you know, you can change it from your cell phone to be <laughs> yeah. sitting on the beach anywhere right. and go, hey, I need to put a new message up. And so you swap it out. Um, so, it, again, it, it's made it very easy for that to, to happen. Yeah, we try and make it easy to, to control and change uh, content on those. I mean, being digital, it's pretty easy to to switch something over, right? That's the main draw or one of the main draws. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, oh, Absolutely. And, and you were speaking, sometimes uh, the owners get caught up in other projects. I'm sure you have some other projects as well, other than the, the airport one we've been talking about. Is there something else that's kind of recent that you've, you've gone through that would be an interesting project to call out? Well, 
and, and, and I think back to the shilling project, uh, and that's been a few years old now, but, but, uh, Kyle, uh, Kramer came up and helped us out with the shilling project. He did a demo on site. Um, he spent some good time with the customer making sure that Daktronics was the choice for the, for the electronic message center. Uh, and, and that customer is a very conservative man. Uh, his parents were teachers. Uh, he's a developer, but he, he's still in that conservative type of a, of a nature. And so once we did the, the initial designs, uh, he actually sent it out for, uh, to other sign companies to price it. And, um, we were not chosen uh, in the beginning. Um, we were we were a little bit higher uh, than somebody else that that uh, could come in from out of state to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we, you know, my my sales process doesn't just stop at the you know at that no at that that news that we were high. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like I said earlier, we we're we're Bismarck Sign Company because we love Bismarck. We love our community. We love being here. And we appreciate what the community has done for us. And so my partners and I are involved in lots of civic organizations throughout the city. Uh, and I happened to run into uh, Carrie uh, Schilling at a fundraiser one night. And I walked up to him, said hello, shook his hand, met his son. I introduced him to my wife uh, and we went on our day. Uh, about a month later, I ran into him again, stopped, talked to him um, briefly uh, he called me up about a month later and he goes, Wayne, I never signed that other contract. Um, even though they were lower, I just held off for a while because I felt something wasn't right. But I want to work with Bismarck Sign Company. I want to work with you. I want to I want to be able to move forward with this project. Let's sit down and go through this one more time. And so this is another project that was about a year start to finish, uh, just okay. in the sales process. Uh, he came in, we sat down, we went through uh, our competitors' uh, proposal and sketch along with ours. I showed him the differences between the two. You know, the uh, Carrie had uh, made sure that the price was not seen uh, by us, and. Uh, so as we uh, went through that, I showed him enough differences uh, between the two that he said, all right, let's, let's do this one more time. Let's update our pricing. Let's see where we're at. Uh, and we updated my pricing. Um, I am not one that will lower pricing to get a job because at the end of the day, I run a business that has to survive and pay uh, our staff to be here to work. Sure, and so- uh, I gave him the proposal. He looked at me and goes, you're still high. I said, I, I don't know what to tell you other than we're going to give you the, the right product and, and the right service. And he reached over, grabbed my pen and signed the contract and, and gave me a down payment. No, it was a test. <laughs> there it was. <laughs> you know, and, and it's, again, it's one more of those things being part of your community. Um, I believe because, I know some people that would never even walk up to him again. They wouldn't shake his hand. They wouldn't talk to him because they were given bad news. In my belief, you always stay in contact with your customers or potential customers because he's going to buy something else again in the future. Mm -hmm. And if I lose this one, okay, I lost it. But the next one will come if I 
maintain my relationship. And uh, I got lucky in this one where we received the the first project, even though we assumed we had lost it. You didn't have to wait for that repurchase. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Same right. He's got a commercial facility, and, and we've now done every other sign on that building besides. Oh, wow. So I, I think whether we received the first sign or not, I think we built a good enough relationship with him that we would do the rest of the work as well. Uh, or even though you know we didn't get it, we would still do the, the rest of the work. And it worked out. We, we were able to continue that relationship with him for all of the signage. And how, how has the signage been received then? I mean, it's a, it's a question we always ask then afterwards, right? It's like, all right, it was well, turned on. And then was it one of those, oh, yeah, this has definitely been worth the extra price kind of of it. But, like, is he, is he pretty happy with the performance of he's them? He's very happy with it. And, in fact, when we were designing the project for him, so this is a pole sign with a full shroud to the ground mm-hmm. that just has his name or the name of the building and the video board, but he's using the, the electronic message center to advertise for every uh, tenant in the building. Mm. And, and they are, are liking it to the point where they're very happy that their name is rotating out on that electronic message center every, you know, two or three times a minute. <laughs> okay. So it's benefiting and, and, more and, than just him and everybody else, right? He is advertising for everybody in that facility and they have 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 received the benefit from him buying that uh, Dactronics uh, electronic message center. Awesome! No, that's that's definitely great to hear those stories. And I would say even just getting to know you from our pre-call, and now it's you do seem like a pretty nice guy and doesn't like to burn bridges. So it, it makes sense that you that you do things like this because you understand the long-term benefit of how you handle these situations. So it's got to be definitely one of the reasons why people keep coming back to Bismarck Signs. I got to imagine. Well, and, and, and it's, you know, the thing that you got to remember, too, it's not just me. Um, there are two other partners here that are just as dedicated as I am. We have a staff of 19 additional people here that, you know, when we're in the field uh, taking care of somebody there, we're always trying to go that extra mile to make sure uh, those people are taken care of. Um, whether we're there to fix your sign, put up a new sign, take a sign down, um, our job is to to make sure we're taking care of the customer for the long-term benefit of the, of, of us and them. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like you're doing everything the right way over yeah. there at Bismarck SignCo. And um, Wayne, it, it's been fascinating to hear how, how some of these projects work and some of the things you have to go through to, to make sure that everything works out the way you want it and the way it works for your customers so that they can benefit from those signs. So uh, thank you for coming on today and, and sharing those stories and sharing all about uh, Bismarck SignCo. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. And after this, we'll uh, we'll hear some stories about James Rarell here after we're done recording. Maybe we can get some good stories because he was your first in. He was one of your interns, right? Yes, he was one of my interns when I was working for Dactronics. All right. Well, if he's listening today, we're going to have some stories here after the podcast. So, <laughs> but, uh, thanks for joining us today, Wayne. Your pleasure to talk to. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dactronics Experience Podcast. Please subscribe at your favorite place to listen to podcasts to keep up with our latest episodes. 